to the Essential Self-Care Podcast, where we talk about all things self-care for those of us who are, let's face it, too busy for self-care. It's time to bring that same compassion that you offered everyone else in your life to yourself as well. In this podcast, you'll hear real-life stories of how self-care transformed people's lives as they were going through life's storms. You'll learn practical, actionable tools to begin the self-care journey yourself as well. Because like I always say, small changes make a large impact. I'm your host, Dr. Sheetal Ajmani. I'm a physician, best-selling author, and the founder of Radiant Living Institute, where I guide people to get unstuck and learn to live radiantly again. Through my signature program, Reclaim Your Radiance, you'll reclaim your worth, renew your energy, and restore your happiness in your life, career, and relationships. To get started, download your free guidebook, Six Simple Yet Powerful Steps to Create Your Radiant Life at RadiantLivingInstitute.com. Quick disclaimer before we get started, the information in this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not medical advice. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific situation. Now, let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Essential Self-Care Podcast. I am excited to bring you a solo cast episode today, and we are talking about burnout. We hear this word so much these days, burnout. What does it actually mean? And how... um Often does it actually occur, right? And just what is it really, right? I mean, you hear this word all the time these days, burnout. So what does it mean? And so that's really what I want to dive into here because I will tell you I have experienced burnout mm, multiple times throughout my career. And when I first experienced it, it was at a time where burnout really wasn't talked about much at all. So it just, I'm sure the word existed at that time, uh, but this was, you know, about 16 years ago from the time of this recording that I first experienced it. And it was not as widely talked about as it is now. So in one sense, I am so glad that we are talking about it more now and that it is a word that you hear more commonly. I'm not excited that it's a word that we hear more commonly because it's so prevalent, but I am happy that people are talking about it now and talking about what it is, mainly so that others don't feel alone, right? So that you don't feel alone. Because I'll tell you the first time I experienced burnout at a time when it was not talked about often when that word was not as prevalent as it is now, I felt very alone in my experience of it. It was something that people did not talk about, certainly not talked about often in my field, right, within a community of healthcare providers and within the medical field where it was just the drive was just push, push, push. And if you couldn't keep up, well, you know, you were almost, it, it was almost meant to feel that there was something wrong with you because, hey, everyone else was able to quote unquote keep up, right? And the thing is now I'm seeing that across so many industries, you know, whereas at that time, and again, I, I, I don't have statistics right now to show at that time how prevalent it was in the medical community versus not. Um, I have statistics that I'm going to go over with you today about how prevalent burnout is now. Um, and I'm sure I could look it up, but but I have not dived into that of, of like how prevalent it was 16 years ago. But I can say that it's now 
for sure across all industries. Um, and it has to do with a lot of different factors, which we'll dive into a little bit today. But one of my main goals and intentions with this episode today is really that a couple of things. One, to give you some definitions and to give you some statistics, just to help you understand what it is. And, you know, for me, when I was experiencing burnout more recently, I um, it really helped me to look at some of these definitions. It really helped me to look at and understand that this wasn't something that just had to do with me, like that this is an actual, like these are actual components to just what burnout is, right? As opposed to it being like a you issue, it's a burnout issue. Like this is just what burnout is. And so I want to help you understand that as well, because like I said, I found that so helpful on my own journey just as recently as a little over a year ago. And so I want to give that to you and offer that to you today as well, as well as reviewing some statistics, just so you can see how prevalent it is. Now, I realize that doesn't necessarily solve the problem, right? But I think bringing some awareness to it and some clarity can be really, really helpful. And I think also there's just so much power in knowing that you are not alone in your experience. Um, Because I think so often, especially with something like burnout, or um, it it can be easy to feel very alone, and it can feel easy to feel isolated in your experience. And there's so much power in knowing that you are not alone. And so those are really my intentions with today's episode and just some of the things that we're going to dive into here. So what is burnout anyways? Burnout is actually a, it's a prolonged response to chronic exposure to job-related stress. Let me break that down a little bit here. So it is a stress response, right? And your body has a stress response. Like this is normal. It's it's how you deal with stress and stressful situations, right? And it's how your nervous system responds to stress, right? This is something that as humans, we've, we've always had. It has an evolutionary, evolutionary basis to it. Um, so it's a normal stress response. But when that stress response, you know, when you have a prolonged stressful experience that leads to a chronic stress response, a chronic activation of your sympathetic nervous system, right? Your sympathetic nervous system is that fight, flight, or freeze part of your nervous system. And so when that happens over this prolonged period of time, it can lead to a lot of different symptoms, symptoms of burnout. It can also lead to a lot of health problems actually as well. But talking about burnout, there's three key dimensions that are defined here. And it can be described as feelings of overwhelming exhaustion, feelings of cynicism and feeling detached from your job. So feeling detached from the work that you're doing, feeling detached from the results, from the outcome. And then also third, a sense of ineffectiveness or a sense of lack of accomplishment, right? Feeling that maybe you're not doing good enough, feeling that the work that you once were able to do in a certain way, that you're not able to do it in that same way anymore, right? So it can really start to affect your sense of self-worth and self-esteem as well. And these are just 
what burnout is, right? And so I, I describe that to you because, you know, as I mentioned, I found this definition really helpful for me when I was experiencing it sort of the most recent time, a little over a year ago, it was helpful for me to know that, hey, these things that I'm feeling, and so for you listening, these things, if you find that you're feeling these things right now in your career, in your job, in your relationship, wherever it may be in your life, know that this is what burnout is, right? It's not you. It's not a reflection of your capabilities of your abilities to perform. It's not a reflection of your self-worth. Um, it is just what burnout is. It is the result of you being in a situation of chronic prolonged stress. Typically with burnout, we're talking about it with regards to your career, but it can be in other aspects of your life as well, certainly, right? But the fact is, it is a response to chronic, prolonged, stressful situations, and it is a normal response of your body, your mind, your emotions, your nervous system that is showing up here. And it shows up in these ways, in these ways of overwhelming exhaustion, feeling detached from your job, feeling a lack of accomplishment, a lack of a sense of effectiveness at your job-related performance, right? And so keeping in mind that this is an individual stress experience, but it's within a social context, right? And so, you know, I like to always say and point out here that burnout really is a systems issue. It's not a you issue, right? Um, there's this great quote I found in an article, and it was by um, Alex... Su Jung Kim Ping. He's the author of Rest. It's a great book. I read it just a couple months ago. The full title is Rest, Why You Get More Done When You Work Less. Um, excellent book about the importance of rest. I, I plan to do an episode just solely based on that book, <laughs> you know, in the future because it was just so good. But I definitely recommend reading that book. But he says that burnout is an organizational problem left for the individual to deal with. Yeah. So here's the thing. I always say, and you know, the essence and, and, and premise of this podcast is essential self-care where we are really focusing on kind of ways that we as individuals can empower ourselves with tools to practice self-care to help us navigate all of life's challenges and just these crises moments in our lives. And there's so much value to that. And at the same time, I also believe that there are times and situations in our life where the external environment does need to change, where maybe we do actually need to move, or maybe we do actually need to leave the job, or maybe the system needs to change, right? Or um, maybe we do need to leave the relationship, right? And again, not always, right? But sometimes I do, sometimes that is the case, and sometimes that is part of practicing your self-care, and these are the hard decisions. But I say all that to say that burnout is a systems issue, not a you issue. So certainly there are a lot of things in the systems that need to change. What do I mean by systems? So like the systems of how our, you know, you know, I come from the healthcare industry. So a lot of systems in terms of how the healthcare industry is run right now, right? Um, and how it's, how it's set up and how it functions right now is, is really driving um, burnout within the healthcare industry at just alarming 
rates where we are literally in a healthcare crisis now. And because of burnout within our, our, our healthcare community. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, so those sort of systems, right. But also like culturally, right. It's, it's like I said, we're now seeing this across all industries, not only within the healthcare industry. Why is that? Because we just, we're in this culture, we're in this time and place where we are just so focused on that productivity. Right. And this is why I love the book that I just mentioned, Alex, um, Sujung's book, of rest because it really emphasizes that actually to be more productive, you need rest. Like we need that built in. Um, but just culturally, we are just overlooking that and undervaluing that. And it's just so important to bring that back. So I wanted to also go over some, um, so, so that being said, there are these sort of bigger issues that definitely need to be dealt with. But also, we as individuals can only address those if we are feeling whole ourselves too, right? So we need to make some of these decisions and do some of this self-care, do some of this work, empower ourselves with, our, with these tools so that we can show up as our best selves and also subsequently hopefully influence some of those systems changes as well, right? So I mentioned I wanted to go over some statistics here as well. So um, let's see. So going over some of these statistics, there was a study, a survey done in February of 2023, and they surveyed over 10,000 global workers. So workers all over the world, 10,000 workers, and it showed that 42% reported burnout. That is almost half. That is incredible. A 2018 Gallup study showed that, so this looked at 7,500 workers within the U.S., 67% reported feeling um, and experiencing burnout on their job. There was another study that was done by Ohio State University, and that showed that 66% of working parents in the U.S. met the criteria for burnout. That is two-thirds of working parents met the criteria for burnout. So if you are experiencing this right now, again, know that you are not alone. You are not alone. Now, looking within the healthcare industry specifically, as you know, I am a physician and having experienced burnout myself throughout my career as a physician, uh, I have a particular, you know, interest in addressing burnout within healthcare and and, and my colleagues and and just kind of what we can do there as well for for multiple reasons, obviously being a physician myself and also looking at this healthcare crisis that we are literally experiencing right now that is anticipated to get only worse, which is um, related to to stress, you know, job-related stress and burnout within the healthcare industry. And the fact is that, you know, we all need to care about this, right? Whether you are a working within healthcare or not, we all need to be aware of this and concerned about this because ultimately we are all patients in some way, shape, or form, right? Our family members are patients, right? Like we all need healthcare. Um, and if we are experiencing such a shortage because of of the way 
the systems is leading to greater burnout within the healthcare industry and our, our workforce, um, that's a real issue. That is a really big issue. So there was a survey done from, um, it was by the American Medical Association, and it was done over a one-year period from April 2020 to March 2021. The survey, um, there were 43,000 respondents, 43,000 people who participated in the survey across 200 organizations and 30 states within the United States. This was survey was done just within the healthcare field, physicians, nurses, clinical staff, and non-clinical staff. And it showed that overall, across all of those roles, the burnout rate was 49.9%, so close to 50%. So close to one out of every single two people who work in the healthcare field, physicians, nurses, clinical staff, and non-clinical staff, reported feeling burnout. They also surveyed the intent to leave their profession within two years, right? So overall, across all of those roles, over a quarter of respondents to this survey, 28.7% to be exact, over a quarter of percentage um, respondents said that they intend to leave their profession within the next two years, right? So like I said, we are already experiencing this crisis right now, and it is anticipated to get even worse um, over the next two years, right? So again, this is just, I just wanted to bring awareness to this because we hear the word burnout so much. And I think it's important to understand what it is, to understand the prevalence of it, to know that you are not alone, to know that if you this is something that you are experiencing, that this is not a reflection of you, you as a person, or you as your abilities, or you as, you know, a professional in your field, whatever field that may be, but this is just what burnout is. And so I hope that you found this discussion helpful. And, you know, all change starts with awareness. And so, like I said, that is was really my intention in, in sharing this episode with you today. Continue to tune into the Essential Self-Care Podcast for more, you know, tips, practical tips and strategies that you can practice self-care to help yourself feel your best through this experience. If this is resonating with you and you're like, hey, you know, I am experiencing this. I'm feeling this right now. I would love to just hop on a complimentary call with you. Uh, you can do that at my website, radiantlivinginstitute.com. Go to the contact form and you'll actually see a direct link to my calendar and you can schedule a call with me completely complimentary. I just want to be here for you and support you um, in the ways that I can. So that is a great place to get started. If you're like, I'm not ready to hop on a phone call um, and you want something that you can kind of work through yourself at home, I also have a free workbook. Uh, six simple yet powerful steps to create your radiant life. To download it, give yourself 20 to 30 minutes to work through it, and that will also help you get some clarity and some actionable steps to move forward as well. So those are resources available to you. And thanks for tuning in this week.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a positive review, and share this episode with someone you know. And remember, your free guide, Six Simple Yet Powerful Steps to Create Your Radiant Life, is waiting for you at RadiantLivingInstitute.com. Download it today.